Introducing Ty Lopez. Maximizing your earning potential. I want to talk a little bit. I got a one sheet here. They're going to hand to me in a second on trends. I want to talk about the trends in the world today. And, uh, you know, $900 million Powerball lottery. Did anyone here win? Didn't nobody win? Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, I don't think anyone won. Nobody. I don't understand. So that's how it works. It can just keep building and no one wins. Sheesh. Well, that's one way to build your income. Win a $1 billion lottery. A better way to build your income is to own the lottery. Because then people keep buying tickets and no one wins. So they get to make interest and are able to invest the capital. So, yeah. You could open a lottery legally. You could be very wealthy. Very wealthy. For those of you on these pre-shows, when we do them, if you are busy or whatever, or you just want to hear from me, you can just pause it and go do something else, then come back. Never be helpless. This is the first rule of life. That's fine. Roger. Stuff happens sometimes. I might never call him up on a camera one time. And I've, you know, I kind of had to make a decision at one point. No, you know, it's fine. This is Periscope. What's up, Meerkatters? I am here. Welcome to the show today. But what I was saying for all of you that were waiting for me is that, you know, I had to make a decision at some point. Do I do a show once a week that I can be there the exact minute? Or do I make a show that I could do it more often for you guys? Because a lot of people ask me to do it more often. Um, you can just pull the, the tripod off the instead of standing in front of the camera. Uh, and do it more often and then make it kind of flexible. So let's say the show comes on and it's a pre-show. I had Mark Dom on here. John Lee Dumas, I've got all these people on there, and they're not talking about something that's interesting for you, then what you do, you pull up your phone, you pull up iBooks, and you read. Never, ever, I'm telling you, never feel like you waste your time in life. It's always a you problem. Whenever I feel like I wasted my time, it's always my fault. It's never traffic's fault. It's never another person's because it's such a weak way to live life. You're going to spend your whole life pointing fingers and be mad at people that you have zero control. You have no control over other people. You have no control over me. You have no control over traffic. You have no control. So now somebody might say, but Ty, but you said, but you said you'd be here. No, the show starts at 12. We start it right away. It's not necessarily I'm going to be on it at the be all shows. That, and I've made that clear over and over. So I'm not trying to be abrupt or rude I'm just saying always control your own destiny never get mad at things that are um, not specifically aggressive towards you and this is the other thing if the book the four agreements talks a lot about this if a car cuts you off because it's a single mom who's trying to get to pick up her kids at 4 p.m. from daycare and she's a bad driver and rude, are you really going to let that flip you out? Because most people will. But did she really do it as a personal affront and attack on you or is she just trying to live her own life? Right? 
So the second you get mad and change your day because of her, you become the sucker in the room. When you're playing poker and 30 minutes have gone by and you can't figure out who at the table is the sucker in the room, you're the sucker. When you're getting mad at things that you have no control over, who's the sucker in the room? It's always you. So what you do to avoid the sucker in the room syndrome, which almost everybody has, is you simply control your own environment. With the modern world, oh, this isn't my phone. With the power of the modern world, I got iBooks right here on my phone. Right here. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Open that iBooks, and guess what? I got a whole world that I could spend 20 years reading right here. So I can't waste 20 minutes. I can never, I go to a doctor's office, you know, and by the way, you want to increase your income, you better be good with your time. And if your best use of your time is complaining, then you ain't never going to have a lot of money. I'm telling you. When I hang out with powerhouse people, when Mark Cuban was here the other day, he's here for five hours playing basketball. Then he just looks down at his phone, does work. We sat there. It's funny. I posted a little thing for people. What does a billionaire do in his downtime? I was talking about Mark Cuban. He just takes care of business on his phone. Did it for an hour. So logic, logic. All right. So we're going to start the show. For those of you editing this video, we're going to put some of this up on podcast. Maybe put this part later in, but give official announcement. Or maybe we keep it in. So, welcome to today's show. It's called The Knowledge Show. What I wish they had taught us when we were growing up in school. We didn't learn it, right? We didn't learn what we needed to know. So, we're going to talk about... Increasing your income is the theme of today's talk. But I'm going to intersperse a little bit of stuff in here. Here's trending topics I want to discuss at the world at large, in the world at large. We're going to talk about the Golden Globes. We're going to talk about Powerball Lottery. Talk about J. Cole. We're going to talk about uh, gun control. Talk about maybe a little bit sports stuff, not too much, but it's all going to be related, and this is the difference between this show, it's all related to today's theme, which is maximizing, increasing your income, because at the end of the day, you want options in life, and you have no options in life if you have, uh, don't have financial well-being, and financial well-being for each of you is a little bit different, okay? So, let's start out by talking for a mil- one second here. How to increase your income as it's related to this Powerball lottery. And I've actually have a, uh, I have a uh, term for this, okay? And I've called it, first, whenever you want to figure out what you want to do in life, so in this case, increase your income, you want to r- invert it. That's what Charlie Munger, the billionaire, calls it. So inversion principle says what? It says... If you want to make income, let's figure out how to lose income first, right? If you want to increase your income, let's figure out how to decrease income. This is a great way. It's a kind of a way to solve puzzles, right? You want to know which puzzle piece goes where? Just eliminate all the puzzle pieces that possibly can't fit in that one spot, and you'll be left, as Sherlock Holmes says, with the only possible conclusion, no matter how odd it seems. So, 
I call this the lottery mentality. Now, most people are not truly stupid enough to think that the way to increase their income is to win the lottery. There are some people who do have that mentality. It's far and few between. Most people aren't that dumb, okay? There are a few. Hopefully you don't have many friends that literally their plan to make money is having a lottery mentality. By the way, you can also stream this on Periscope and Meerkat or on my site. So let's extend this though. Everybody looks down on people, let's say, who buy the lottery, but what about this? Buy lottery tickets, what about this? What if you're out there searching for your one lottery idea? So maybe, have you ever met somebody who tells you, dude, I have a million dollar idea. I have a billion dollar idea. Well, guess what? There are very few million dollar ideas or billion dollar ideas. There's million dollar companies. There's billion dollar companies. That's not the same. That is not the same. The lottery idea is a way to get poor. So for all of you that are just sitting here waiting to increase your income by going, one day I'm going to be in the shower and this idea is going to hit me between the eyes and the idea is going to be for an invention. It's going to be for a business idea. It's going to be for a... a, a hold on one second. Does she need to be on this millisecond? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, later maybe. Okay. How long are they here for? Somebody said, this guy, Ty, needs help delivering a compelling presentation. Watch a TED Talk. Believe it or not, I have the fastest growing TEDx talk in the world. So, <laughs> I, I know a few things about TED Talks. Uh, I love it. Part of the reason I like to do, today's show is live. I don't always do them live. But I like to do Snapchat and Periscope. Just because uh, one thing you want in life is to keep your... Uh, finger on the pulse of humanity, right? So you keep your finger on the pulse. We'll talk about that a little later. And one of the ways is to just literally have feedback coming to you. Positive, negative, people who hate you, people who love you, and everything in between, okay? So the lot, going back to that, that's a separate conversation we'll have a little bit later. Lottery ideas. Who here has been guilty of that? Because I've been guilty of waiting for my lottery ticket idea. Anybody? Anybody? What was your idea? Somebody said, yep. Apps. Usually it's apps and social media. People always have an app and social media idea. Uh, it's pretty much called media bias. That's the reason. And so the second thing here, under the lottery mentality, just remember the media manipulation is strong. The reason people want to win the Powerball is because everybody's talking about the Powerball on the news, on social media, everywhere you go, every newspaper front page and article is all about that. So you might not be dumb enough, and, and I might not be dumb enough to actually think I'm going to get rich with a lottery ticket, but I guarantee you I've fallen prey to the idea of a lottery idea, and I've fallen prey to the media manipulation where it, it, it's literally a term called media bias. Okay? Somebody said, Ty, there's more chance of getting eaten by a shark than winning the lottery. That is absolutely true. 
So, when it comes to aha moments, and this is the third, the, the C here, okay? It's called the, they call this the aha moment. So you could call it the lottery moment. So, again, you see it in movies, you see it in popular fiction and nonfiction books. Somebody goes, I was just sitting there. And an apple fell on my head. And that's where I came up with the theory of gravity. That's, you know, Sir Isaac Newton. So we have this kind of aha lottery ticket mentality. But that doesn't work. It rarely, 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 rarely. There are times that it's happened. But don't let the media manipulation think you would hap- uh, tell you it happens very off- often. It doesn't. The aha moment is usually not a moment. It's usually a compilation of years and years and years of steady incremental growth. So, if we invert now and we move away from the Powerball idea and away from the lottery mentality, what should we switch to? Somebody said, Ty, listening to your talk and thinking overnight you'll become wealthy is also lottery and that's all right that's exactly what i say that is absolutely true okay somebody said ty i won the powerball we can be neighbors now (laughs) no actually nobody won the powerball they say it's now up to a billion all right so number two if the lottery mentality doesn't work then what does and i'll give you an example of what's working right now for people there's a, a guy named jeff bezos he started amazon and he's made over $40 billion for himself, and he's built one of the largest companies in the world. And he has a different mentality. It's not the Powerball lottery idea. He has an idea that he calls, anybody know? Who knows the exact word? By the way, we're going to give away some Apple iPad minis, so pay attention, take notes at the end of this. Give away two or three free iPad minis. Uh, somebody's guessing step-by-step, heuristics, availability bias, the time mentality. No, Jeff Bezos doesn't call it the time mentality. That'd be cool if he did, though. What else? The scripture mentality, e-commerce, regret minimalization. Nope. Come on, guys. We got, we're going to have ten to 25,000 people live on this call. I know somebody can get it. If you read some recent article, Ah, there we go. DAO, Dow, 1230, got it right. Incremental development is the correct word. So the opposite of the Powerball mentality is incremental development. And it's interesting, you know, he's competing with Elon Musk to create a, uh, a way that humans can easily go to space, you know, to Mars. If you saw the movie The Martian, it's a little bit what these guys, Elon Musk with Tesla and SpaceX... Uh, he's working on it. and But actually, Jeff Bezos did it quicker than Elon Musk. They got into a little bit of a Twitter battle the other day, arguing who was first. But it looks like Jeff Bezos was first with his companies called Blue Origin. And he says incremental development. So instead of going from here, so let's say your income today, where is everybody's income at? Let's get some quick survey of today's live audience, what are we at? We got 
thousands and thousands of people here in 72 countries last time I checked. We got 50 grand, 75 grand, 40 grand, a student, James is at 180,000. Sam's at 120,000 a year. We got 200,000 a year, 5,000 a year, 7,000, 100 grand a year, 2,000 a month, which is 24 grand. Got 150,000, 80,000, zero, 23, 35. Do we have any real high income earners? They usually don't comment as much. Usually I have a few people here making five, 10 million bucks a year. Got quite a few people making six figures, 220,000. An at-home mother, 210. Here's somebody doing 10 million a year. Somebody making 12,000 a year, so quite a difference there. Your father, you said, is at 450 grand, 25 grand a year, 900 grand a year. Somebody said 10 billion. Are you Jeff Bezos checking in? Okay, so we see here, let's say the average person, I don't know, is making 50,000. Most humans, are going to do what my mentor warned me against. My second mentor, Alan Nation, said, Ty, most people try to leap forward. You should try to creep forward. And what he meant was just like a little baby crawling forward, creeping forward. So if you're at 50,000, he didn't mean like be a creep. He didn't mean like be a stalker, <laughs> stalk forward. Uh, so if you're at 50 grand, and let's say you want to be a millionaire, a lot of people like that number even though it makes no sense to just arbitrarily pick a number, but let's just say a million. So most people are going to try to leap there, and they're going to try to leap there by what we talked about before. They're going to, have, they're going to wait for their million-dollar idea. They're going to wait for their million-dollar uh, moment, their aha moment, and they're going to forget that what you should do is literally, if you're at 50 grand, just try to grow your income by 10%. That's 55000 if you grow that by 10%, right, that's 5,500. Now you're going up. doesn't seem like that much, but now you're, you know, let's say rounded up to 61,000 and 67,000. And we'll keep rounding up. Now you're at 74,000. And now it goes on and on. You're getting in the 80s. Then you're getting to the hundreds. Then you're at 200, 400. And then you're at about a million. Now, a lot of people don't like that because they go, that's too slow. But what is slow at the end of the day? Life's more about momentum than absolutes. So you could. I, I once gave somebody this advice. I won't say who because they're close to my family and they might, somebody might recognize who I'm talking about. But it was somebody who had 70 grand to invest. And I said, why don't you start a business and what you're good at and I told them, in seven to ten years, these are my words, I'll never forget. I was in when I lived in North Carolina. I said, in seven to ten years, I said, you will be able to, I didn't, we weren't talking about a million dollars, but I said, you'll have a nice income to retire because they were getting near retirement age. Well, they, I'll never forget their words. They looked me in the eye and goes, that's too long. And I remember thinking, it's not really that long because right now you're not, you're kind of broke. So who cares as long as you're going up and they did not believe me and it's funny I just realized a few months ago it's been exactly 10 years and they have nothing now all that money's been gone uh, wasted on frivolous jumps 
not literally lottery tickets, but kind of like lottery tickets. So look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. If you count this year, one, two, three, that's 10 years. I didn't even plan it. It worked out well on the board. You go from 50,000, 55,000, 61,000, 67, 74, 80, 100, 200, 400, boom. You start hitting a million. Now, how, someone might say, but then I'm 10 years older before I have that much money. Well, how do you rush a baby? Anybody have a plan for that? What if you say to a baby that's one years old, you, you say you have a kid or a nephew or a niece or brother and sister and you, they're one years old and you go, uh, I feel like having an older brother or sister or child. So I'm gonna give some steroids. You can't speed up a baby. You could kill a baby and that's what most people do. You could kill your baby, which is your income, very easily, but you can't speed it up as easily. Things take time, period. So it's easier to kill the baby accidentally than it is for the baby to grow, for you to speed up the baby's growth. I'm not saying kill a baby. <laughs> Don't, uh, I'm sure somebody's going to make a clip of a meme where I'm like, kill a baby. They're going to just cut that out and loop it. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that, that'll be funny, actually. I wouldn't mind seeing that. People could call me a baby killer. I'm not a baby killer. I don't believe in killing anything that's a baby. I don't believe in killing anything unless it tries to kill you first. Then maybe it's okay. All right, so with this progress, this also follows a natural biological rule. They call it the 10-10 principle. Stephen Johnson talks about this in one of his books. I think it's his book, Where Good Ideas Came from, Come From. And he says most things in life take 10 years to think up and 10 years to get widespread uh, growth. So Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, took them about 10 years to develop their companies when nobody really had even knew what those companies were. And then it took about 10 years to grow the customers to the point where they were big companies making them a lot of money. So that's a 20-year cycle. What I'm proposing is the things we're talking about on this show, I believe can cut 10 years off the term, off the learning curve. So most people, to, somebody said, Ty, but in 20 years I'll be 50. Yeah, I think there's a way to cut the learning curve in half. I don't think you can completely cut the learning curve to one week. You're going to see a lot of books out there. It's like 60 days to financial independence. Blah, my ass. Maybe a few people will do it, but not many of you. But I will tell you, in 60 days, you can revolutionize your life. And the revolution comes by the change in direction. So I'd rather change direction than get an absolute. So let's now switch gears a little bit. We talked about the lottery. Let's talk about the Golden Globes tonight. Why should you care about the Golden Globes? In some ways, you shouldn't care about the Golden Globes, but another one, uh, I'm actually going to be, I'll be streaming here. I'm going to go to the, the uh, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein party. It's the hard party to get into. It's at the Golden Globe. So I'll take a few pictures for you guys. Tell you why. I think the Golden Globes is relevant to your income. Very simple reason. Your media, somebody said, Ty, is that a humble brag? Let me tell you something about, I like these live comments. 
for all of you in your life, you're going to meet people that are very sensitive. They're always going to tell you you're bragging whenever you say something. But the reason is, for the most part, they're either overly sensitive or um, narcissistic themselves. This is a cool principle in life. And, and I'll come back to Golden Globes. And whatever people are sensitive to, it's usually because they are that thing. So they're very hyper aware. For example, if somebody comes into my house and they're a robber, they're like a burglar, I will not be sensitive to the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they eye my paint, the paintings or my cars. Because I ain't a burglar, so I don't know what a burglar thinks like. Make sense? I have no idea. But if my buddy used to rob houses, he'd be like, hey man, that dude reminds me of a burglar. Because he was one. So whenever you meet, you're going to have friends that are super sensitive. Okay? So they're going to be like, or I'm sorry, they're going to accuse you of being super sensitive. The reason they're going to accuse you of being super sensitive is they themselves are super sensitive. You're going to have a friend that accuses you of being a, a, brag, a, a braggart or a cocky person. It's because deep down, they're cocky. They might not have the balls to show it, but they probably are internally. You're going to get friends accuse you of selfishness. Almost always, the people accusing you of selfishness are selfish themselves. Non-selfish people don't really, they're not vibing around the selfishness feeling, so they don't notice it very much. So that's my answer. It's, it's very important to remember that because we tend to freak out when people say stuff about us. But the say, Now, they might still be accurate in judging us, but not. you generally want to have an objective person judging you. It's usually better. Okay? Someone says, is this really live? Yes. Charlie, do you not know how Periscope works? It's live unless it says replay on it. Okay. <laughs> Golden Globes, back to that. Why is it important for you? Today's theme of the show is increasing your income. The Golden Globes is a media outlet. It's a media award ceremony. You must be good at controlling the media, specifically if you are an entrepreneur or thinking of launching your own business. Why? The media runs pretty much the world right now. And so the reason you want to watch the Golden Globes is you want to watch every aspect of it. How do they present the social proof? How do they present the 25 cognitive biases? The commercials that are even in between the Golden Globes, you want to be watching that. You have to reverse engineer it. Celebrity status is hard to achieve. It's not easy to become Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale, Steven Spielberg. So whenever people achieve high levels of, of, of uh, or, or difficult accomplishments, you want to pay attention. Now, I'll tell you what most people do. is There's an interesting study I read a long time ago that said the average person, when they're confronted with someone else's success, They'll say, oh, that person's lucky. Oh, that doesn't matter. Oh, those people are douches. Oh, da-da-da. No. That's the fool's way. You want to increase your income? Number three, writing on the board here, the number three reason you want to watch the Golden Globes and watch 
celebrity. Now you don't have to be, you don't want to become infatuated with celebrity. You don't want to spend all day watching the Kardashians and what they drink, uh, you know, last night and what they ate for breakfast. But you want to keep your eye on. So keep your eye on top media players. So whether that be celebrities, whether that be shows like Academy Awards or Golden Globe, uh, you need to be consistently analyzing them. Now, you, point A here, don't watch like everybody else watches. So don't be the same. Most people watch the Golden Globes because they're so excited to know who won an award. I mean, that's kind of cool, but that's not really relevant to your life. So what you want to watch is for B. Watch for what's, what's relevant to you. It could be the way they public speak tonight when they take their, uh, give their acceptance speeches. You'll notice there's going to be some get bad acceptance speeches tonight at the Golden Globes. And there's going to be a good one. So you want to analyze and so the third one is you want to reverse engineer, meaning, let's say, who do you think is going to win tonight, Josh? Uh, I think what actor? I think Leo. Okay, so let's say Leonardo DiCaprio wins for Revenant, and let's say Steve Carell wins for Best Supporting for Ben uh, for Big Short. Big Short. And they 